all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Bible's up. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, speak to us now. Do what you do when you do how you do it because you do all things well. We are open and we are ready. Speak to us now. We are open and we are ready. I take authority over this building, authority over this property, authority over every digital campus, and we declare the spirit of the Lord reigns supreme. The spirit of the Lord reigns supreme. And wherever the spirit is, the Bible says there is freedom. Wherever the spirit is, there is liberty. So right now, that's what we declare. We are set free from failure, set free from disappointment, set free from mistakes. We are set free from issues, set free from trauma. We are set free from the spirit of Python that will try to suffocate you like it did the apostle Paul. I declare you're getting your voice back. I declare you're getting a second win because the second half is still going to be way better than the first half. If you believe it, I'll know by your shout. Hey! Hey! Fist bump somebody and say, I believe that. Grab a seat. Let's go to work. So our series is called The Ghosts and the Gifts. I teach a series in Harvest because I want you to get results. I do not just want you to come to church and say, I had a good time. I want you to actually build a better life. It is not enough to just know the platitudes of Christianity and not actually see progress because of their Christianity. It is not enough to just talk Christian talk and not walk Christian walk. And I'm so excited you're sitting next to somebody that's about to produce the biggest fruit in their Christianity as they ever have. See, I'm not just talking about cash, cars, and clothes. I'm talking about spiritual authority. You sit next to somebody, watch me, that the devil sees as a threat. That's why you've had so much warfare. Because when you showed up, healing showed up. When you showed up, the answer showed up. When you showed up, power showed up. Somebody shout, I'm spiritual. 
So we've been learning about the Holy Ghost and the gifts that he brings. And I have taught you Deuteronomy 6 and 4 this. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. This is important to understand because when we talk about the Holy Ghost, God isn't one plus one plus one equaling three. That's polytheism. That's paganism to think that there are three separate people. Well, Bishop, why then in the scripture do we see Jesus speaking to the Father and the Father to the Son? Because if you pay attention, the Bible says that Jesus would teach with parables. Parables are stories that help to illustrate principles. So check it out. He became a son to himself to teach the process of what submission looks like. You missed it. In other words, he says, let me subjugate myself to myself so they can look at my example and then follow my example. God is so amazing that he's not one plus one plus one equaling three. No, he is one times one times one equaling one. See, watch me. Just like, pay attention, uh, uh, water is ice, is steam, is liquid. They are all the same thing, just different manifestations of the same thing. Why do you need to know that? Because when we say we're filled with the Holy Ghost, it's not junior God, it's God. When you say you're filled with the spirit, it's not junior spirit, it's the spirit. It's not some third guy on a totem pole. You get the big kahuna. They all ain't saying nothing to me. The same God that created the heavens and the earth lives in you. The same God that parted the Red Sea lives in you. The same God that turned two fish and five loaves into a, a meal that fed thousands of people lives in you. The same God that healed blinded eyes lives in you. You've got power, so stop acting so powerless. Elbow somebody say, I've got power. I will not be powerless. I came to stir up the gladiator in some of y'all. I came to stir up the warrior in some of y'all. Stop walking around with your head down like you are some victim. You are not a victim. You are a victor. You've got... There are three spiritual experiences that I have taught you. The first experience is a decision to become a Christian. It's also known as salvation or where you're born again and you're literally sealed by the Holy Spirit. Now, check this out. You can be sealed but not be filled. What's the difference? In the 915, I gave this example. You ever took something, maybe it was an ice cream container or a Cool Whip container or something like that, and what it was originally filled with, watch me, you can clean that thing out and now you use it as recycled Tupperware. So even though it says cool whip on the outside, it's got leftover greens on the inside, y'all. Y'all gonna look at me like that, like you've never done it? Uh, what's me? But in other words, it has a seal that doesn't match its feel. So when you are saved, you have the seal, but you, you are a construction site, not a museum, so you need to go through the process of being filled. Salvation is the beginning. It's not the end because you're a construction site, not a museum. What do we see at museum? We see things that are already complete. At a construction site, we see something that's always making progress. And here's what I'm excited about. I say it often, but I mean it. You may not be where you want to be. But because you're a construction site, you, you are not what you used to be. Have you ever driven past something one day and it only had the foundation in and then you drive past a few days later and they got that thing built and you're like, how did they make this much progress that fast? I prophesied that's what the second half is going to look like for you. This is the lowest it's going to be as of today because God's about to get some progress and some fruitfulness in your life. If you believe it, lift your hands, open your mouth, and worship God for five seconds. Go. Five. Four. Come on. Three. Come on. Two. Come on. One. Say yes, Lord.
pay attention. So watch me. Look at Ephesians 1 and 13. It says this. In him you also, after listening to the message of the truth. This is why I have you to share. Some of you right now on Facebook, click share. YouTube, click share. Harvest Channel, click share. Periscope, click share. In the building, share. If you don't share, people can never be saved. It says, after you listen to the message of truth. It'd be a shame, watch me, if you prayed for people around you to get saved, but because you wouldn't share, they die and go to hell. I pray that you would be convicted to share the gospel every day of your life. Why? Because the Bible says in Ezekiel that you were set up as a watchman on the wall to be able to introduce others to the Lord. And I need you to stop getting in your feelings about, I don't want them to reject me. They're not rejecting you. If they don't want the gospel, they're rejecting God. Don't stop taking it personal, baby. Your job is to be a distribution center, which means every day I'm sharing. Every moment I'm sharing. You got so media you can share right now and transform lives across America some of y'all are here because somebody shared you're watching online because somebody shared your mama got saved because somebody shared your daddy got saved because somebody shared and watch me you're about to see your whole circle y'all I'm not fighting through this say Lord save everybody around me he says, in him, you also have to listen to the message of truth. This is why you have to share the gospel of your salvation. You can't believe in what you haven't heard. You can't believe in what you haven't heard. You can't believe in what you haven't heard. So you have to share so that people can hear. Say, I share. I share. Come on, say it with authority. Say, I share. I the gospel of your salvation. The gospel means good news. What's the good news? The good news is that the bad news is wrong. The good news is that the enemy thought he had you. But watch me. But the good news is that God came and got you. See, maybe you've been squeaky clean your entire life. But for the rest of us, watch me. There were some moments where the enemy said, I got him. But God was so smooth. He said, uh-uh. I'm going to introduce them to. I need to check this building and check online. Is there anybody where God has snatched you out of some stuff? Snatch you out of depression, snatch you out of anxiety, snatch you out of drug use, snatch you out of bondage, snatch all the snatch people. Holler, I've been snatched. And he got you together. Look, he says, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. So you can have the seal, but that doesn't mean you're filled. See, we think it's cool until we open it up and it's greens. This, this, I, this, 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 somebody sent me some 24 karat gold water. That's gold in the water. And so I said, I'm going to use them just for preaching in my preaching water. So I said, I ain't going to drink them regular. I'm going to use them for my, because I like the way it looks on the table, glass on glass. You know, it's a whole aesthetic thing. Listen, there's gold in here. Watch me. I can see it because it's filled. But if I only went by the seal, watch me, I would not necessarily know just because of the seal what it's filled with. You need the second experience because you don't just want to say you gold on the outside. Baby, you want it to be gold on the You don't just want to say you're a Christian on the outside, but when people deal with you, they feel like they dealt with the devil. So the second experience is the baptism of the Holy Spirit or where you are spirit filled. Listen, you don't catch the spirit. If you grew up in church, you may have said that, baby, I caught the Holy Ghost. You don't catch him. He's not a cold. 
Like we don't throw them at you and you catch them. That, that's not how it works. This isn't baseball, okay? All right? Well, Nor do you feel the Spirit, but you can be filled with the Spirit. People say, I just felt the Holy Ghost. You can't feel him. He's not a feeling. He is literally God in you. I've taught you this. In other words, check this out. I may not feel him. Matter of fact, rarely will I feel him because he's in me. And I cannot feel what's in me other to know that I've been filled with what's in me. See, if you're looking for goosebumps, baby, you just need, all we need to do is put the air a little lower. I can give you some goosebumps. This is more than that. This is when God comes and makes you his residence. That's why 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, do you not know that you are God's temple? This building is not a temple. This building is the place where the people that carry the Lord live or carry the Lord come to. See, we are the church. Wherever we go, we are the church. At the mall? We the church. At Target? We the church. At Neiman's? We the church. At Nordstrom? We the church. At Saks? We the church. Sex is a store that doesn't exist in Denver. Listen, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit does what? Dwells in you. Pay attention. So God says, I could live anywhere, but I picked you. I could dwell in a box, but I picked you. Which means if he, if I am his temple, I should do everything to make sure, pay attention, that my temple carries him well. See, for some of y'all, let's go here. I need you to be in your best health. Why? Because you're the temple of the Lord. I need you to be in your best emotional space. You're the temple of the Lord. And when people interact with you, it ought to be like they're interacting with the Lord. Open your mouth. Watch me. Here's what the Bible says. How do we get filled with the Spirit? We ask for it. Same way we get saved. You ask to be saved. You ask to be filled. But I didn't feel nothing. You didn't have to feel nothing in order to be filled. Do not confuse emotionalism with spirituality. You can be emotional and not spiritual, but it's difficult to be spiritual and never be emotional. All right, here we go. Luke 11 and 13. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? In this building and online, everybody say, Father, I ask that you fill me with your Holy Spirit right now in Jesus' name. Praise him for it. Go. Come on, 11:15. Some of y'all, y'all praise is at a six. I need to get you all the way up to a 10. You need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, I need to be filled. You know why? Because life will drain you. Being a mother will drain you. Being a father will drain you. Having kids will drain you. Dealing with people will drain you. Being married will drain you. Working will drain you. Dealing with people can drain you. I wish I had some witnesses in here where you know that just doing you, you make it look easy. But the truth is, the only reason it's easy for you is because you stay filled. I want to talk to the people where there have been some days you wanted to snap, crackle, and pop over every last one. Uh, okay. So the third experience is where you are refilled. I like a refill on my ranch. I like a refill on my barbecue sauce. I like a refill on my honey mustard. I, I like sauces. I, I like a refill. Whatever they say. I don't even have to know the sauce. I said, baby, bring me some more of that. I don't even know what it is, but I like sauce. Bring me some more. I, I like a refill on my water. I like a refill on my bread. Yeah, but pay attention. Uh, watch me. What does a refill say? A refill says, I have used up the last filling, and I need some more so I can make it. If you grew up in church, you thought being filled with the Holy Spirit was an event, but it's not an event. It's a lifestyle. Look at the screen. He says, stop getting drunk with wine. Pay attention. He's saying, listen, something is wrong, so you're trying to feel. You're trying to feel, so you feel different. 
You are trying to be filled so that you can feel different. So in the scripture, he says what they were doing is they were getting drunk. They weren't just having a little sip sip. They were taking it all away. Listen, let me give you some more of that. And, and watch me. Some of you might say, well, Bishop, I'm not a drinker. No, but you're inconsistent. Mm -hmm. But pay, pay attention. He said, stop getting drunk. You are doing something to have an escape. You are doing something to fill you so that you feel different. Pay attention. You are doing something to F-I-L-L you so that you F-E-E-L different. And watch me, you're using porn, you're using drugs, you're using social media, you're using your people's opinions, you are using all kind of things to get drunk. Why do I want to get drunk? So that I can escape life. But I prophesy, you're about to build a life you don't need an escape from. You're about to build a life you don't need a vacation from. What if I told you you're about to wake up excited and happy every single day? Why? Because you stay filled. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but you stayed. You stayed. He says, stop getting drunk. He says, stop being thirsty after these dudes. Stop being thirsty after these chicks. Stop being thirsty for people to like you. People struggle liking themselves. Why are you mad that they don't like you? He says, stop being so thirsty. Open your mouth and say, I'm not thirsty. Stop getting drunk with wine, which leads to wild living. He says, listen, eventually, because you keep filling F-I-L-L -L yourself with the wrong stuff so you can feel F-E-E-L different, he says, what you're going to do is you're coping wrong. You're going to start wilding out. And it starts small. See, it starts small. It starts small. It doesn't start big. It starts small. See, you start one day, watch me, with one little thing. Then the next day becomes two. Then the next thing it becomes three. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me today. Uh, ask me. He says, what does he say in Ephesians? Stop it. On three, everybody holler, stop it. One, two, three. He says, you're coping with life the wrong way. Listen, let's be honest. A lot of what you deal with, come on, you, let's tell the truth. It's not easy. Okay, y'all gonna. Come on, can we have a therapeutic moment? Therapy means to heal. Let's have a healing moment. Some of the stuff you've dealt with, if people knew half, they would be clapping for you saying, how in the world? Can you celebrate the people in your section? Because they are overcomers. You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't know half of what they have had to go through. But talk. Wink at somebody next to you and say, I know you're a conqueror. I know it. You should have lost your mind. Instead, you gained it. What hurts you deepest is what helped you most. What? He says, you're coping with life the wrong way. He says, you're trying to feel yourself with the wrong things so that you feel different. This is why you got many Christians who are functional, uh, 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 Icks, because it may not be alcohol, may not be drugs, may not be sex. We have we have Christians who are here's what it is: they are functioning victimholics. I made it up. That their whole life is spent. Oh, you know, I just have been through so much, and you know, it's just okay. Well, when are you gonna do something about it? You're not the only one that's been lied on. You're not the only. I'm not trying to minimize your pain. I'm just wondering why you're still letting your pain block you. 
I'm not trying to minimize what you've been through. I'm just trying to figure out when are you going to rise up and rule and reign and conquer and subdue. He says, he says, keep on being filled with the spirit, which means, can I be honest with you? There are some days it's not just a prayer in the morning. There are some days this is a prayer you have to pray several times. You have to wake up, be filled. Then you check your email. These ninjas, I need another field. Then get to lunch. I need another field. Then pick your kids up. I need another field. Then your spouse is talking. I need another field. And instead of you hitting up, I need you to fill up. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Say, Lord, I need a refill. Already. This simple principle, most Christians have never been taught and most Christians never walk out. You need a refill because just going through life will drain you. And you have to be careful. I just heard this in the Holy Ghost. Listen, you have to be careful that you're not sharing your fill with leeches. There are some people that will come around you that the moment they come around you, you're drained. That's not ministry, that's a leech. And the Bible says a leech has two daughters. Give me and give me some more. I pray that between now and the end of this year, you would be leech free. That you would not waste your feel and waste your pour on those that don't want to be filled anyhow. Open your mouth, shout, I'm leech free. So, so look, you need a refill. You need a refill. You need a refill. Look at my next and say, you need a refill. And if they didn't look at you, that's my point. They are so thirsty, they can't even follow instructions. Look at, look at somebody and tell them, you need a refill. It's like eating a whole meal and you ain't had them but one drink. Listen, I didn't had about eight glasses of water before my food ever comes. And then because I like bread, I can't just sit there and take the bread. Yeah, yes, and it's good, but it'll dry you out. It's the same way with life. And here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing. Here's what you're doing. When you get thirsty, you're like, I just need a break. No, you need a feel. You know what? I'm just going to clock out and just, I just, I'll be back when I get here. Can I, can I teach you a lesson? When the enemy sees you can't handle pressure, he knows you'll never get to your promise. What if I told some of you, you need to stop disconnecting because you're under pressure and instead say, let me do it while under pressure. But what did I do when I got under pressure? I got a refill, which means it's heavy, but I got this. It's heavy, but I'm doing this. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But open your mouth, holler, I got this. Because I got a refill. Woo. So look, so look, so look. Today's message is called this. It's called being filled with the Spirit. Here's why. Because when you are filled with the Spirit, uh, um, you have help that you haven't been fully using. You have help you haven't been fully using. And you know what most of us pray for? We're praying for help. So you called it strength. That's help. You, you pray for better friends. That's help. You pray for finances, which you shouldn't pray for finances. You sow for finances. The Bible doesn't say to pray for money. It says, given it shall be given back to you. But you pray. What, what are you asking for? Help. 
If you got kids, uh, everybody, if you, especially if you grew up in the South, you heard big mama or mama or somebody or auntie, somebody, you heard them say, help me, Jesus. <laughs> Dealing with the kids. Come on, thank you. You maybe even have heard it in Denver. I don't know. Anybody in Denver ever hear that? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. They must have been from the South. All right, listen. <laughs> they, yeah, there you go. Yeah, they, they, they weren't from here. I'm just telling you right now. They weren't from here. <laughs> It went from here. All right, listen, uh, listen. Say, I have help. I have help. Now, now, listen. Sometimes when you feel like you have no help, watch me, you'll begin to self-hurt. Because you'll sabotage. You'll stop. You won't see things properly. And I need you to see this. Zechariah 4, 6. God's words translation says like this. Then he replied, this is the word of the Lord spoke to Zerubbabel. Say, the word of the Lord. Which means this is God talking. This isn't a man talking about what God said. This is what God said. You won't succeed by might or by power. Shut up. Your education, I don't mean literally, it's a figure of speech. See, your education is great and it's going to help, but that's not why you're going to win. Who you know, I know you're a master networker. I know it. I know you know everybody, everybody know you. But just because you know people doesn't mean, watch me, that those people are going to help you. It's good. It's good to know people. But watch me. It's better to know God. It's not going to be because of your education. It's not going to be because of your background. It's not going to be because of your pedigree. You won't succeed by might or by power. In other words, he says, I don't care how strong you are. And can I tell you, the people around you are strong. They have developed some strengths because of their suffering. But even that, it's good. But that's not where you're going to win. It's cured. Some of y'all trying to figure, is that a Hebrew word? No, it's cute with a little pop culture on it, okay? All right? That's not why you're going to succeed. Now, I want you to pay attention to the verse. He's telling you, you're going to succeed. Forget y'all. I'll preach over here. He's telling you, you are going to succeed. It ain't no question whether or not you're going to win. I'm telling you, you are going to succeed. You are going to do everything that God has created you to do. And I need to tell somebody, you're not behind schedule. You are right on time. I ain't playing with y'all. Open your mouth say, I'm right on time. Say, right place, right time, right moment, right now. So look, in the verse is an implied statement affirming you will win do you see it he says he says i'm just going to tell you how the two ways you're not going to win by you're not going to win by your might you're not going to win by your power watch me you're going to win by my spirit Check it out. So when I get spirit-filled and I stay filled, baby, I have a secret to my success. See, they may have the education, but you got the Holy Ghost. They may know everybody, but you got the Holy Ghost. I need you to stop sleeping on your greatest asset. Your greatest asset isn't you. Your greatest asset is the God. It's the God. Now watch me, watch me. He says, you won't succeed by might or by power, but by my spirit. Look at the last part of the verse. It says, the Lord of armies, Lord of hosts, New King James says, this means the God that fights for you. 
he was often referred to as Jehovah Sabaoth, which means the God of angel armies, the God who fights for you, the God who joins his forces with your forces for success. I've talked about it before. Check this out. He says, this is not going to happen. All of your preparation was good, but this is not going to happen because of might or power. It's going to be good to keep you in success, but what's going to get you to success is that you're spiritual. What's going to get you to success is you're filled with the spirit of God. Tell me a time where he found a problem he couldn't solve. Tell me a time where somebody opposed him and they won. Tell me a time where somebody lifted their tongue against them and they lived to tell about it. So if it didn't work against God, if that God lives in me, no weapon. Middle section, I'm about to throw the mic. I said no weapon that's formed against you. Let them form it, but it ain't going to work. Because if it didn't work against God, it will not work against me. Because I've got God living in me. This is why you meet some people and they don't like you and you're trying to figure out why. It's not you. Don't take it personal. It's the God in you that offends the demon in them. It's the God in you that offends the evil Jezebelian spirit in them. It's the God in you that offends the generational curses in them. And I need you to stop apologizing for making squares feel comfortable. Yo. Somebody say, I'm spiritual. I'm not a square. Now, let me tell you what I mean when I say square. A non-spiritual person. Okay, let's just be clear. Okay? All right. And just make sure everybody's on the same page. Because if you come from a particular part of the country, you know, I, I, I just want you to say this. Say, by his spirit. Can you say it with authority? Say, by his spirit. So listen to this. John 14, 26. We're almost done. But the helper, you have help. And what's crazy is you'll sit up in tears. God, I just need some help. And he's like, dude, do that. Your issue is you need to stay filled. See, you feel like it's overwhelming because you're full of air. You're full of hot air. You didn't let me feel you again. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. It only seems like it's heavy and, but because you are not full of what you're supposed to be full of. But I need everybody in this building and everybody online say, Lord, I need a refill. The helper. You have help. You have help with your kids. You keep talking about, I just, I just need some help with my kids. You have help with your kids. It's called the Holy Ghost. But now, basically, I'm talking about I need somebody to pick them up and drop them off. Well, see, if you stayed filled with the Holy Ghost, he'd give you a strategy on who to connect to. So, what's me? If you stay full of the Holy Ghost, something will pop up in your email saying, we're going to cover your daycare. You better read these praise reports on our app and on our website. What's me? You won't even be looking for resources, and resources will find you. Shout, I have help. Shout it again, I have help. But the helper, you have help being married. This is so difficult. Well, first of all, you should have done it right up front and got premarital to remove some of the difficulties, but that's okay. You're in it now, so you got to deal with it. Now that you got to deal with it, you need some help. The Holy Ghost will help you because there's sometimes you want to go straight sister girl on them. Come on, married ladies. Ma married ladies. 
Some of y'all won't even praise him because you want to, you sister, you in sister girl mode. You just waiting for church to be over. You're like, wait until we get into this car. I ain't finna do this in front of the man of God, but when we get in the car, not the car, the car. <laughs> watch me. But watch me. But what the Holy Spirit will do, watch me, is he'll, is he'll shut all that down. See, you want respect, he wants love. Watch, watch me. Or excuse me, she wants love, he wants respect. So because she won't respect, he won't love. And because he won't love, she won't respect. So then you get a crazy cycle. So then you got two people who are supposed to be fighting for one another, fighting one another. Some of you got this going on in your household now. It's going on with your kids. Y'all supposed to be on the same team, but it feels like two different teams. I bind the spirit of disunity in your house. I feel like going in today. Come on. Shout, I have help. You have help with your business. You sitting there talking about, I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work and how to do this. And you know, I went to the end of the day. And God is like, you didn't ever ask me. I'm your helper. I'm your helper. This, this is equivalent. I have help. Come here. Come here. I got help. Right? Listen, this is the equivalent of me trying to preach. Hold all of this. And you're like, it's so overwhelming. Put some of it down. And use your help. If you don't elbow somebody next to you, say you have help that you have to start using. He says, whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you what? All things. He knows everything about everything. Which means, watch me, you're trying to, you know, I follow this podcast. I do this, I do that. That's cute, and that's nice, and that's good. But here's the deal. But the Holy Ghost will give you a whole nother strategy that, that you couldn't read in a book. I'm pro-education, but he'll give you a strategy you couldn't see on TikTok. Stop thinking just because they lie to people. Lie. Do you not know popular doesn't mean truthful? Popular doesn't mean anointed. You can be a popular devil going straight to hell. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. I need you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, teach me. How to Dougie. Listen. You got that one, right? Ask <laughs> me. He'll teach you what? All things. He, he, he will teach you all things because he knows everything about everything. He will teach you how to succeed in a place where the deck is stacked against you. I am a living witness that he will drop you in a valley and teach you how to prosper in a valley. I don't need you to let coronavirus punk you. I need you to turn around, reverse it, punk it. Say, I'm prospering in the pandemic because the Holy Ghost is teaching me He'll teach you how to take less money and get more done. Because you have favor. And favor's better than money. Because money can buy you a doctor. Favor will get you healthy. Money can buy you a lawyer. Favor will get you justice. Only if you're favored, I want you to shout for three seconds. Go. Three. Only to favor people. Two. If you ain't favored, be quiet. One. Shout, I'm favored. And watch me, once he teaches you, let's just be honest, 
Um, anybody ever been forgetful in any stage of your life or you forgot things? I've talked to you over the last several messages that the number one reason that planes crash is because pilots forget their training when they're under pressure. So when you get under pressure, sometimes you'll forget what you were trained on. So he says, not only will I teach you all things, but look at the screen. He says, I will bring to your remembrance all of the things that I've already taught you. So check it out. You'll be in a moment, and in that heated moment, he'll bring it back. It'll pop in your head. See, stop listening for a voice because he leads you. He's, filled, he's in you. So because he's in you, it's like a magnet. He's going to draw you to what you need. Some of you all, you were drawing the harvest. Why? You clicked on something. Somebody gave you something. Why? He drew you to where you needed to be. So he says, I'm going to teach you everything, and then I'm going to remind you about what I taught. Now, who couldn't love? Just, just, just back this up for a second. I'm going to teach you everything. And then, when, if you stay filled, when you forget, I'll remind you. So when you get to a test, why can you feel confident you're going to pass it? Because he's going to bring the answers back up. And for everybody, were you going through some testing in your life right now? I just need you to say, Holy Ghost, remind me. Remind me of the stuff I forgot because I got under pressure. Remind me. So let's go. He's your helper. And that word helper is this word parakletos, like paraclete. It means he's your intercessor. So he's my intercessor. Mm. This means he goes to God on your behalf when you can't go to God on your own. And there's sometimes you don't know what to pray. And I'm going to go into this deeper on Wednesday. Don't misjudge on Wednesday. This is why we pray in the Holy Ghost, for example. Why? Because he will pray what you don't know to pray. You ever had a situation like, God, I don't know if I should pray to fight or if I should pray to quit. Ain't no, ain't no. You ever been like, God, if I fight, I can win. I just don't know that this is a fight I need to be in. Should I fight for this friendship? Should I fight for this relationship? Should I fight for this job? Should I fight for these people? Should I fight for these kids? Or should I just stand back? So, so watch me. So he goes to God on your behalf. And, and since he is God, watch me. He has a meeting about you with himself. Say so he's my intercessor. Okay. He's your consoler. What does this mean? He will lessen your grief. Notice, he didn't, say he, he didn't say that you wouldn't experience grief. He's going to lessen your grief. This is why people are like, how are you already over that? That was traumatic, baby, the Holy Ghost. That, that's how. Somebody you thought would be in your life forever, forever turned out to be two years. And are you already good? Yeah, you know what? The truth is, I can't explain it. I can't obtain it. Jesus, your love is so, it's so amazing. It gets me high. Where to y'all? And when I stop, listen, I just had to go there right fast. <laughs> what does it do? Listen, okay, we gotta go. It will lessen your grief. And in other words, watch me. In the Bible, they only had 30 days to grieve when somebody passed away. Moses passed away. Moses, the, the leader that brought them out of Egypt, he passes away. And the Lord says, you have 30 days. And that's it. Watch me. You have one month to cry about this. And then get up and keep it moving. You have one month to say, why me? Then get up and keep it moving. For some of y'all, I need to tell you, your month is over.
it's time for you to get up and move. Get up and walk. Get up and move. Get up, rule. Get up, reign. Get up, conquer. Get up, subdue. Look at these next two. Your sorrow. Sometimes you feel sorry for yourself. Who in the last week you felt sorry for yourself at some point? Come on, let's be honest. Some of y'all lying. Okay, let's ask you. Who in the last 12 months has felt sorry for yourself? Come on, there we go. Online, wave your hand. All right, here's the deal. When you have moments of sorrow, he will lessen it. In other words, you may have a moment where you're sitting, God, I just don't understand why me. And then he'll let you have your little couple seconds, and then he'll say, and then next thing you know, you up doing what you're supposed to do. That wasn't just because you're mentally tough. That's because you're spirit-filled. Because your mind would have let you have a nervous breakdown. But the Holy Ghost, he lessened your sorrow. He lessened your grief. Then look at this last part. Or disappointment. He will lessen your disappointment. Okay, listen. I'll be the first to raise my hand before I even say it. Anybody experienced some disappointments in the last week? You looked at some people and they disappointed you. You, you, watch me, watch me. You, you, you've gone through some situations where they've disappointed you. You were expecting something. It didn't happen the way you wanted. Disappoint. It means I made an appointment with an expectation that dissed me. Come on, I just want to keep it simple. I made an appointment with an expectation that dissed me. It didn't show up. It did not fulfill itself. And notice what the Bible says. The Holy Ghost will lessen your disappointment. Shut up. He says, I will make it so that you'll say, well... It didn't happen today. But tomorrow's coming. I didn't get the email today. But tomorrow's coming. Can I just tell you something? So there was something there was something I was looking there was something I was looking forward to. Something I was looking looking to and I was expecting, 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 and then when it came, it wasn't the right, it wasn't the right information. The information wasn't the right thing. It wasn't the right way that it needed to be. And so I was emailing and emailing and emailing and uh, and you know, you talk to a different person and then you know you get a different answer. Person A say this, person B say this, person C say something totally different. I'm like, don't none of y'all talk, huh? Y'all don't read the notes. Watch me, watch me. And I said, Lord, what in the world is this? What is this? What, what, what is this? But, but, uh, and at first I was kind of disappointed. I was like, oh, well, shoot, I was kind of, you know, I was going to do this and do that and then that. I said, but okay, whatever. All right, all right, all right, is what it is. So I said, okay, I will have a good attitude. Watch me, what the Holy Ghost does. He says, I'm going to lessen your disappointment. I said, I will have a good attitude. Watch me, I had a good attitude. And I said, okay, we'll go ahead and do it like this. And then we'll go back in for this. Here's what the Lord was doing. The Lord says, I want to give this to you because here's what they did. They raised it to make it four times what I thought it was originally going to be. Wait a minute. There go four. And when you get to four, you, I, I just need those of you that have been following this series that know after three disappointments, after three red lights, it's about to be a green light. I need you to shout for your green light. Go. 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 Yo, it's going to be bigger and better than what you wanted it to be. Shout green light. Woo. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. Let's go. He's your advocate. 
<laughs> he's your advocate. Watch me. I just need everybody real quick. One more time. Let's let the light prophesy to you. Shout green light. Let this light prophesy to you in this building. Green light. Green light. I don't care what comes against you. The light is green. I don't care what tries to stop you. The light is Elbow somebody say, the light is green. All right, look. Look, 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 look. He, 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 he's your advocate. He'll speak in favor of. Pay attention. He'll speak in favor of. What does this mean? God says, I will speak in favor of you. This is good. To who? To others. You will meet people. And they'll treat you like you're a celebrity. And, and you're trying to figure out why they treat me that way. It's because he spoke in your favor before you got there. Say your first and last name on three. One, two, three. The Holy Ghost is bringing your name up. You're about to walk in some rooms. And oh, we were expecting you. Please come and have a seat. We, we're so excited that you're here. Matter of fact, we, you came to us. We're about to hook you up. I... But not only in to favor to other people, but favor, watch me, he'll speak in favor to you about you because sometimes you are your worst enemy. You beat yourself up. Some of you don't need the devil because you have you. You will just talk down to yourself, cuss yourself out. Some of y'all don't be mad when other people cuss you. You cuss you more than other people cuss you. You'll talk down to yourself. You'll self-deprecate. And the Holy Ghost will be like, stop. Remember, he's not, it's not saying, it's leading. He's in you. So watch me. While you're wanting to say something negative, you'll just. And then watch. You'll reverse it. I'm a conqueror. I'm the head and not the tail. All things work together for my good. No weapon that's formed against me will be able to prosper. Everywhere I look, I see the blessing of the Lord. Sometimes he's got to speak to you in favor of you because you're sick of fooling with you. Say I have help. Then he'll support by argument. He'll support by argument. He'll make an argument in your favor. See, you're trying to figure out, you trying to figure out the law. And he says, but I'll just make the judge. I pray for everybody that's dealing with any type of litigation right now that's connected to harvest. I pray that the judge's heart turn in your favor. I know they said they weren't going to release it until next year. I pray before the end of, if you don't open your mouth, say, make an argument for me, God. He says, I'll support you by argument. Look at this next thing. He'll recommend you publicly. See, 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 when you stay spirit-filled, stuff will find you that you didn't have to chase down. Say, it's gonna find me. He'll recommend you publicly. Can I tell you how he recommends you publicly? He will allow you to go through trials and tribulations in front of people. And then while you go in front 
while you go through stuff in front of people, then he'll recommend you publicly. I got scripture to back it up. In Acts 14, they stone Paul to death. Paul gets back up, and what does he do? He walks right back into that city, and they look at him and say, I thought we killed him. Nope, I just recommended Paul. For some of you, you're about to be glad people were in your business because they're about to see your blessing. You're about to be glad people... Shout, I have help. Then thirdly, look, he's your comforter. What does this mean? He will soothe you. Sometimes you need to calm down. You do the most. <laughs> Doing the most is a pop culture colloquialism, which means you have too much extra. Some of you are sensationalists. You're conspiracy theorists. You just do too much. And some of you, listen, the ones ain't saying nothing, you the ones. See, the honest one's about to get set free because when you're real, you can heal. I need some of you, listen, you'll have a whole conspiracy theory. You know what, that lady didn't speak to me when we walked into church. It's the second time she ain't said nothing to me. You know her? Sounds like we have some unresolved relationship issues. It's quiet in this church. You need to calm down. You get an email, you want to pop off. Nah, see, I ain't the one. I ain't the one. Now, yeah, you are the one because you got the email. Check it. You the one. Show is. You the one. You are the one. And now you are, now I'm finna call, now I'm finna meet, now I'm finna call Bishop, now we finna have meet, we finna sit down, we finna do that. You ain't, I, I, look, I, look, I, look. Oh, no, we finna call the whole department together. Nah, my whole team at work. Nah, uh-uh, because she ain't finna be starting. I saw she did uh, J Jackie and Darlene them. She ain't finna be. This is my church character, Jackie and Darlene, and Shirley. And, and what's my dude? Okay. All right, okay. Ty no, Tyrell, there you go. Come on, y'all need to know to your church kid. This is in the Bible. You need to read your Bibles. I'm just joking. Watch me. Say, soothe me, Lord. Sometimes you just be doing too much. I'm just so ain't Calm down. Sit down somewhere. Go get yourself something to eat. <laughs> y'all ever seen Medea? When Medea, in, in, the Medea, in one of the Medea plays, you know, when Medea, Medea was about to turn up, and, 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 and come over here, and, 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 and Medea, when she was about to turn up, because watch me, because she was about to turn up. See, the Holy Ghost needs you to back off so he can step up. Both of y'all can't fight that same battle at the same time. For some of you, there's some stuff I need you to let it go today, and you're going to watch God handle it within 24 hours. I feel prophetic in this building and online. Say, I let it go. I back up so the Holy Ghost can step up. And so in Medea, 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 and Medea would have, you know, it's Tyler Perry. So, you know, you know, big old dude, and he would have a, a little, you know, a lady, you know, because Medea, okay? All right. And in, and in the purse was a gun. In other words, in other words, watch me. The Holy Ghost, watch me, pay attention. The Holy Ghost says, I got weapons you don't know nothing about. 
Because while they're lying on you, I'm about to put the truth out about I got weapons. The Bible says in Jeremiah that the Lord has an armory, which means the Lord has weapons. So watch. So, so in, in, in Medea plays, the plays, not the movies, you, get, you know, you got, to, you got to be an original Tyler Perry fan, all right? right? You, you've seen the plays, the seven-hour plays with 400 songs. Play, come on, here goes a song. <laughs> Five minutes later, here goes a Me, this is me personally. Now, I like music. I got an ministry to music. They put me in the Colorado Gospel Music Hall of Fame. I was so honored and blessed by that. But I'll play with all that music. If y'all sing one more song, fast forward this. <laughs> all right. So in the play, in the play, in the play, Tyler Perry, who's playing Medea, had, had a gun in first. And, and so watch me, Tyler Perry. So, so they would be going on here. Get, one of y'all come, one of y'all come. Come on, you come, because I'm going to use you later. I'm going to use you like I use it in the 915. Now, you already got your part for this message today. <laughs> All right, watch, 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 watch. And so they going back and forth, they going back and forth, they going back and forth. And then, all right, and then, and then, and then look at me, look at me. Then Medea would, then Medea would do this. And then, and then Medea would do something crazy and start shooting or doing something after this person. What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? That the Holy Ghost, many, many times when you trying to come up, he'll say, let me fight this battle. Let me handle this situation. Don't you say anything. Let me handle it. I need everybody in this building and online say, Holy Ghost, soothe me. Fight for me. And watch me, pay attention. And you'll feel like you're being weak in those moments. And you have to be careful that your flesh doesn't rise up and say, No, I'm going to say something. Mm. There's a reason he pulled you down. There's a reason he said, hush. There's a reason you were like, nah, I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. You, enough people got your mind, baby. You don't, don't nobody else need your mind. You need to keep your mind. This next part, he'll reassure you. What does this mean? You're going to go through some stuff that's going to make you feel unsure. You're like, I don't know what to do. He's going to reassure you. Then look at this. He's going to bring cheer to you. Sometimes he's going to cheer you up. You, anybody got that friend in their life that they can sense when you're off? That person in your life where they can sense when you're off, and they will cheer you up. And at first when they start cheering you up, you're kind of ticked off about it because you're like, I kind of want to feel like this right now. Can you stop with all the good morning? Like, Nah. Close the blinds, turn off the lights, put the air on 62, and let me watch Netflix. I don't even like what I'm watching. But let me have my moment. And then they talk about, come on, I'm about to come get you, about to go eat. What you want to eat? I don't really want to eat nothing. I just, I'm trying to just stay in the house. Nope, we outside. <laughs> I pray you got some we outside friends in your circle that won't let you stay down. That when you want to be sad, they'll be like, we about to go. We about to go eat. We about to have a good time. We about to pray. You ain't staying down there. Open your mouth and say, we outside. So, and you're like, for real? 
God. Well, I'm not ready. We'll wait. I got two people in mind. I'm finna do that too. <laughs> not because they say it. I just finna do it though. I'm outside. Come on downstairs. I'll be down there waiting on you. Hurry up now. You're going to be fine fishing in the morning. Listen. The Holy Ghost will cheer you up. So when you want to be sad, he'll be like, I'm outside. Let's go exercise. Let's go walking. Let's read the word. Let's listen to a message. Oh, no, I'm going to cheer you. You finna cheer up. I've been too good to you for you to sit in here sad, soaking. How dare you complain when other people would kill to have your problems? We're almost done, but I need for those of us to know that God has been good to us. Shall you been good? He says he'll bring cheer to you. Now look at this. Two more things I want to give you. He affirms you. You always need affirmation so you can survive agitation. <laughs> What's affirmation? Affirmation tells you who you are and what you're supposed to do. And whose you are, it, it affirms you. It's there. Right? He affirms you. Pay attention. Luke 3.22. The Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, you are my beloved son. Pay attention. He says, you, what's the first part? You're mine. Must mean the devil may have had you once, but I got you all the time. No, he says, you're mine. Which means I take this, watch me. I take responsibility for you. Be careful that you don't have people in your life that you trust with things that are valuable to you that mean nothing to them. Because they will treat it casually. You've worked too hard to put your gold in the hands of somebody that didn't respect it. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me right now. You are my beloved son. Watch me. One, he says, you're mine. So he affirms, he says, you're mine. He says, you're about to go through some stuff where, where you're gonna feel like I left you. You're about to go through some stuff that's going to make you feel like you're out there by yourself. You're going to feel like a fatherless child. You're going to feel like you're out there by yourself. So let me affirm you. What has just happened? He's just been ordained into the ministry by John the Baptist. Not Baptist because he was a missionary Baptist or Southern Baptist. No, it's a baptizer. That, that form of mikvah, M-I-K-V-A-H in Hebrew, it, it was what they used to ordain people to the ministry. Y'all still with me? I said, are y'all still with me? So pay attention. Watch me. He says, you are my beloved son. So watch me. He says, you're mine, number one. Number two, he says, I love you. He says, you need to know I love you because you're about to, some people are about to do some, it's about to go down. And the way these ninjas handle you, son, it's going to make you think I don't love you. So I'm telling you up front that I love you. Before I send you out to go change the world, I affirm you. Because you're about to be agitated, but the Holy Ghost will affirm you. Say, Lord, affirm who I am. Say, affirm whose I am. You are mine. Number one, you're mine. Number two, I love you. And not just I love you, but you are beloved, which means I love you like I love myself. Because after all, he is himself. He says, listen, everything that's mine is yours. Everything that's yours is mine. I love you like that. It's a kind of love that can't be described. It has to be seen. It has to be experienced. It's indescribable. Mm. And that's me. Then he tells him, and here's what you are, my son. Notice what he doesn't call him, king. Notice what he doesn't call him, ruler. He said, because at the, at the very center of who you are is my son. 
And if you forget that, you will suck as a king. You will be horrible as a husband. You will be horrible as a father. You will be horrible. You need to first know you're my son. Because if you know that you're my son, then it will impact how you act. Parents, you ever looked at your kids and said, listen, I know you've been over to little Becky's house, but, we don't, but we, don't, we don't do that here. Watch me. You are my son. You are my... We don't do all that over here. I said sit down and, and let me turn around and see you ain't sat. I wish some of y'all were parents. I wish some of y'all would act like I'm telling the truth. I know you went over Kyle's house, but just because Kyle's mama let him run rampant, you ain't doing that over here. You are my son. And every now and then, parents, you need to call your kids into the room and tell them who they are. Y'all better hear me. When they start acting crazy, they need affirmation. When they start acting out, they need affirmation. Even some of your grown kids, you need to call them. You're a mighty man of God. You're a mighty woman of God. I speak strength into you. I speak life into you. I speak power into you. You're a world changer. You're a history maker. You're a line crosser. You're a boundary breaker. You are my son. You are my daughter. People act out when they need affirmation. And with you, I am well pleased. With you... I am well pleased. He said, listen, I want you to know up front, you're about to go through something that you will think I'm mad at you because of how rough you're about, what you're about to go through is. I'm going to say it again so the people in the back can respond like they heard it. I'm pleased with you, which means what you're about to go through is not my displeasure. It is, it is just simply part of your process. What if I told you that even what hurt you, he's like, listen, I know it hurt a little bit. Let me tell you what a responsible parent does. What a responsible parent does is they do not try to alleviate the painful experiences from their children. I'm going to go here. We live in a generation of parents that think that good parenting is removing any painful situation or circumstance that your child goes through, which explains why they, watch me, they have more stuff, but they're emotionally fragile. Why? Because they ain't been through nothing, haven't dealt with anything. Let me tell you why you're so strong. You've been through hell and got up again. You went through loss and got up again. You got betrayed and got up again. You got lied on, but you got up again. You got hurt, but you got. Listen, he says, with you, I am, I'm, I'm pleased. This is going to hurt you, son, but I'm pleased with you. It's going to hurt me to see them do you like that. Because when they do it to you, they're doing it to me because I am you. But I have to let it happen. Watch me. Because if they do not put the stripes on your back, with your stripes, they'll be healed. If you don't go through this, son, you will not save the world. So you have to go through this. And I am pleased. This is not punishment. This is pleasure. 
They have to put the crown of thorns on your head, son, because if you don't bleed from your brow, you will never reverse the curse on Adam that through the sweat of his brow he would eat bread. They have to pierce you in your side so you bleed internally so that you can heal people from internal wounds and issues. They have to pierce you in your feet so wherever you walk, wherever the soles of your feet shall tread, I will give it to you. Say he affirms me. For some of you right now in the room right now where you need the Holy Ghost to affirm you, lift your hands right now in this building and online to say, Lord, affirm me, affirm me, affirm me. Say, I am your son. Come on. Or daughter, fill in whatever needs to be there. Say, I am yours. Come on, say it. And say, I am loved by you. Say, I am yours. I am loved by you. I am yours. I am loved by you. Come on, speak and say, you are pleased with me. Not because I've been perfect. But I've been faithful. Last thing, we got to go. He convicts you. John 16 and 8, we out of here. And when he comes, he will convict. Let me have my two from 915. Come on. When he, uh, uh, and when he comes, he will convict. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. He will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Pay attention to the screen. Say, I have help. So he says he'll convict you. Sometimes the things, here's what convict means in Greek, language of our New Testament. He, sometimes you need to be convinced about certain things. Certain things you're not convinced about. Like, you're on the fence. So what the Holy Ghost will do is he'll convince you. What, what does that mean? So what do you have to do sometimes to convince people? Show them evidence. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The, where do you get the evidence from? The Holy Ghost. He'll present the evidence and say, now, what else do you need to see to know that I'm with you? What else do you need to see to know that wherever you are, you will succeed? What else do you need to see to know I have protected you? You should have been dead. I spared you when almost 700,000 people in this country alone. If I, what else do you need to see? Then he'll rebuke you. What does that mean? Sometimes, again, you're doing stuff you ain't got no business doing. Watch me. You're in attitude mode. Watch. I'm in attitude mode. I'm in attitude mode. Wow. 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 Okay, your Denver face is on. Oh, is that Colorado Springs face? Oh, it's, no, it's a, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right, all right give me dude attitude face. You know, dude attitude face, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's good. That's good. That's good. So y you all in your feelings, feeling some type of way. So what the Holy Ghost is, the Bible says he'll rebuke you. What does that mean? Again, it's not a voice, it's, a it's an internal correction. So what will happen? While you're doing all of that, watch me, something will hit you on the inside and you'll say, let me get my face together. And even when you're trying to be, watch me, it'll come internally or externally, or he'll send somebody and say, you need to check all of that, because we ain't doing that. And if you don't get it right, you ain't singing today, you understand? You'll be frying fish in the morning. Right, you ready? Ready? He'll rebuke you. you. You feeling some type of way. You feeling sorry for yourself. You feeling bad. You feeling mad. You feeling all that. And he'll, it'll be internal or external. Either internally, you'll be like, why am I acting like this? Or externally, he'll send somebody to, here, come check in. Give me. Hold on, hold on. Let me give him the mic. Hold on, hold on. This is good. This is good. This is good. This is good. I'm going to need you to get all that right right now. I promise you, that's how he said it too. Handle it. Handle it. All right. All right. Good. Good. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
Let's get back on our square. I keeps a few thugs around me, you understand? He'll rebuke you. He'll reprove you. He'll confute you. Here's what it means. He'll censure you. What does it mean? He'll express disapproval for something you said or did. So in the moment, you may try to silence him. And then afterwards, you'll say, so this is what we're doing now? So you've been through all that training, and this is the best you got to show for all the training you've been through? You've been poured into like you've been poured into. This is the best you got. I'm on the, I'm on the, I sen- I'm censoring you. What does that mean? I'm expressing disapproval. I need you to hush all of that. It's quiet. See, see this is how I know some people ain't feel because they're not censured. They say what comes to their head as if it's supposed to be said. Elbow somebody say, just because it hits your head doesn't mean it needs to come out of your mouth. But when you stay filled, you'll literally just say. Then he'll admonish you. This means he'll warn you. He'll warn you. And again, it's an internal warning. And listen to me, Christian people. It's not suspicion. It's a lot of suspicious Christians. Yeah, you know, it's a light-skinned, bald-headed man that hurt me. Bishop be preaching, but I just don't know if I'm going back. That's not your discernment, boo. You don't have it. <laughs> Let's just be as direct as I can be. No, I'm going to keep it as real as I can. Uh, that's not discernment. That's suspicion. Suspicion judges new based on pain of old. Watch me. With no evidence other than circumstantial. What does circumstantial mean? Light skin, bald head. See, the Lord's trying to tell me something. What are you you trying to say? Some of you have prejudged people. Because you looked at their mannerism. Or you looked at how they spoke. Or you looked at how they talk. Or you look at how they walk. And you've got a whole situation going on in your head. And watch me. And the Holy Ghost, watch me. He will admonish you. Which means, what does this mean? He will warn you. Sometimes the warning isn't about other people. Sometimes it's about you. He'll say, "Uh uh-uh, you're doing a little bit too much extra. You're a little too judgmental right now, and I need you to come down off of your judgmental high horse before you fall off of it, and now the horse is trampling over you. Say, warn me, Lord, about enemies foreign and domestic. Say, around me and in me. Here's the last thing, and we out. He'll tell you your faults. This is good. So, so sometimes, watch me, you can't rely on you to be your moral guide. <laughs> okay, it's quiet. Why? Because you'll just move the line. Let me prove it to you. Everybody in this building, everybody on the line, here's what you've done. Well, you know what? I probably shouldn't have said it like that, but it had she not done this and that and the other thing. See, you know what? Sometimes you got to fight fire with fire. So all I was doing is... Really, 11, really, 11, 15, really? You'll move the line. Be on a diet. You'll move the line. I ain't supposed to eat but this and this. Well, but on Fridays, though, what I'm going to do, 
The, really, 11.15? You just move the line. You just move it. I am not going to do that, but except for today, because I, but come September 1st, come on. Just this weekend, then come Monday. I, so you can't rely on you. So what the Holy Ghost will do is he'll tell you your faults, not to condemn you, but to convict you. He'll say, hey, listen, you know, the way you talked to your spouse, you didn't need to say that like that. You wonder why he don't talk, because you castrate him. So who wants to communicate with somebody with a knife? Since y'all ain't going to say nothing, it's about to get real in these last 45 seconds. She won't submit to me. So the Holy Ghost will tell you your faults. Because you're not a good leader. She came to you for a plan. W women by nature, I'm helping somebody. Women by nature want to receive seed. This is too deep. This is too deep. Let me, let, let's, let me. Give me the plan. Where we going? What we doing? How we going to get there? I, if I wanted to lead, I would. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Give me something to work with. So the Holy Ghost, so the Holy Ghost, he'll tell you your fault. He'll say, hey, listen, instead of saying, honey, I don't know, instead of doing that, lay it out for her. See, he'll tell you your faults. See, he's not saying this to beat you down. See, the way you said that to your son, don't, don't say it like that to him. Because if he sees you as the source of his trauma, it's going to be difficult for him to trust you. So he'll tell you your faults. He'll say, don't, don't do it like that. Matter of fact, apologize not for the content, but before how you communicated it. Because what you said was right. But how you said that, no bueno today -o. How you say? How you say today? How you say today? How you say today? Don't nobody know how to say today in Spanish? Oi. Oi. Chips ahoy. Listen, read your Bible. <laughs> read your Bible, church. Come on. He'll tell you your faults. You'll be blaming everybody else on your job. See, if I had a better department to see if the supervisor, see, but I don't understand it's why they put men and God will say, no, 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 no. I'm about to, you about to run this department. So I need you to see the problems in it. So when I put you in the seat to run it, you know what needs to be fixed. I need everybody. We're done. Everybody open up your mouth and say, I have help. Say, he's my intercessor, my consoler my advocate, my comforter. He affirms me. He convicts me. Holy Ghost, refill me. Can we seal this word with a Shabbat? That's a shout of victory. Hallelujah. 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 In this building and online, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, 
Or recommit yourself to the Lord. Number two. Number three, you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things start, but stand with the Lord. But I want to be sure if you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. On the count of three, I want you to throw that hand up in this building online. Do the hand wave emoji or say, it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. Man, isn't God amazing? He says, I've given you help. You're not out here by yourself. You have help. You have help. You have help. You have help. Help to be a mother. Help to be a father. Help to be a son. Help to be a daughter. Help to raise those kids. Help to build your business. Help to be a seven-figure earner in your bloodline. You got to help to complete your degree. Say, I have help. You've become a Christian. Recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. On three in the building, I'm going to ask that you raise your hand online. I'm going to ask that you type the words, it's me, or do the hand wavy emoji. One, God's coming to get you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three. If that's you, I need you to respond right where you're at. Right where you're at. God bless you. Right where you're at. In the building and online. Come on, 1115. I need you to celebrate. Everybody, pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief. And this confession, I say you are my Lord and you are my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race in Jesus' name. Amen. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. Scan that QR code or shoot that text on the screen right there. It's text decision at 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's.